0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to the XP podcast. We're we're, we're back. You know, it's, this podcast is supposed to release usually on Wednesdays. It's not this time because there's like this huge uncommon storm that hit Texas. Stupid storm. We had some setbacks, but we are here. And so I'm glad to welcome my co-host, the guy who can, uh, Impersonate uh Kermit the Frog on the Fly, Austin Murray. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Wow, I didn't know you can actually do it. And uh the actual <laughs> the actual the actual ghost of Tsushima, Adam. How you doing, Adam? <laughs>
1: hey everyone.
2: Yeah, I'm nice. the ghost. Yeah, he's, wow. he's
0: the ghost, guys. Y'all y'all been wondering, but he's right there. He's the guy. Wow. Um, I can't even see how him. How you guys,
2: how y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. We uh, this week's been crazy. Um, our (laughs) man. I don't want to bring it down, but our cats. Our cat isn't doing too hot health wise. So we've been back and forth from the vet. I know. I know. I mean, I think she's on the up and up. But uh, yeah. It's it's been it's been sucky. But the weather's the weather last week was just insane. So recovering from that. Um, yeah. It was quite. It. I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna. It, it was hard it was a tough week yeah. for sure for and yeah. and we had it we had it i mean compared to other people we had it pretty good like um you know our power the longest our power was out was like four or five hours but other than that it was just kind of rolling in and out an hour on an hour off so it wasn't yeah. terrible we had our water like pretty much the whole time um so um but even then it was tough and i can't even imagine what other people were going through but yeah uh, so- no but it's good
0: yeah, so both both Austin and I live in Texas. Uh, Austin's address will be in the co- in the bio down below. And uh, along with the social security number. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we were experiencing a lot of the blackouts. So obviously the day that we record this, it, it just was not gonna happen. My, I didn't have internet. And the, the, the blackouts were like very inconsistent. Like we tried yeah. timing it, Vanessa and I, and we kind of yeah. had it to a T. And then there'll be moments where like, they're just switching up on us. And we're like, okay, great, yeah. like, thanks a lot. Yeah. And so obviously we couldn't do it. I couldn't stream for an entire week, so that was weird. And I yeah. couldn't work so, for an entire week. So that was also weird. So I was just like, oh my gosh. we're just here. <laughs> um, But uh, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, uh, compared to a lot of other people, we had it pretty well and I'm grateful yeah. for that. Yeah adam for on sure. the other hand kept sending me photos of all his electronics and him playing games and he was like look what i can do <laughs> look at and this i have wi-fi look at this i got games uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, anyways before we get into the show guys i want to let you all know this is a bi-weekly podcast where we gather together to talk about all things video games and bring topics to the table to discuss for y'all's amusement if you have any questions comments concerns corrections you can let us know in the comments section below on the video feed or you can reach out to us on twitter at ambitious casual or you can email us at podcast at casual.com. also oh. i want to make this be known utilize the time codes if there's a piece within the podcast that you're like oh this is a little boring or hey i kind of already know this kind of info wouldn't I skip over to the parts <laughs> that you want to i have been actually utilizing time codes a lot more in all my videos don't know if that's been helping but i actually it gives me that peace of mind so that way people can get to the parts that they really want to so mm. Without further mm. ado, onto the show, Austin. You were not here on XP Podcast episode two. Uh, rumors were that you went out to go get some grand teaching to be a professional Battlefront
2: uh,
0: esports player. Is that
2: that's, true? Uh, that's one hundred percent correct. Um, it was. Uh, I, I rode to the plains of Oklahoma, and there I met a sage who uh, was. Um, my instructor, and he taught me the ways of Battlefront two. So that is one hundred percent factual. And uh, we kept our six feet, and we wore masks. But thank was you. Good. That was my next question. I'm glad, I'm glad you covered that. I'm glad you covered that. Just <laughs> want you all to know. But yeah, uh, well, that's, ex- not, that's exactly what happened.
0: Since you were not here uh, on the last podcast, I want you to go first and kind of catch oh. us up because you've you've had so much time uh, without talking about what you've played and i'm really, i'm very excited on some of the things you've actually played so i want to know so what were the things that you've played
2: yeah so um i sort of i took a big shift in what i in what i usually play so usually i'm just like basic kind of shooter uh you know battlefront 2 warzone uh whatever uh Crunker io <laughs> that's what i was talking about <laughs> um but um i i took a massive shift and i think a lot of the inspiration came from you guys just because you guys speak so highly of you know these indie platformer titles, so I I was originally gonna wait until I bought <laughs> until I bought a Switch, which is a whole other story. Um, long story short, I had a Switch years ago. I sold it. And I regretted it, but I used the money to buy an iPad, and then years later, now I'm really wanting a Switch again. So I'm probably gonna buy a Switch again. <laughs> We've all been um,
1: there. Yeah, I know. Oh, um, I have not sold my Switch. Oh uh, no, no. I I, I no,
2: that's good. I'm excited <laughs> though, because now I can get the updated Red Box, better battery Switch. So that's like yeah. that's how I'm justifying there it. <laughs> there you go. Um, but but yeah, I was I was originally gonna be like, you know, I'm just gonna wait till I get the Switch just to sort of tackle some of these really popular indie platformers uh but then i was you know browsing through steam and i saw gree uh for seven dollars and i was like you know what i don't have the patience um we talked about it i I think we may have talked about it on the podcast that wasn't released or something the first one we actually recorded i think Uh, i think so yeah yeah but um but i was like this is uh this is a beautiful game i'm gonna give it a show i'm gonna give it a go so I uh, downloaded it off steam and I played that for about two days straight and I beat it and I loved happen. it. Um, it was wonderful, beautiful. The music was awesome. The artwork, everything about it was great. Um, there were no, no words, no text throughout the entire game, which I loved. It was just complete audio visual. Um, yeah. you know, it was, it was really cool. they could tell a story that way, but uh, yeah, agree was awesome. Um, beautiful game, awesome ending. Um, oh,
0: I felt like yeah. I felt like you in particular would love that game because I mean, I, it's kind of it's kind of weird to say this because I know like to some people like oh I I know you like baking so I I thought you might like this baking show. And it's not it doesn't really work <laughs> that way, but like I I know you sing and and I I felt like yeah. with agree yeah there's a very there's a very strong singing yeah. presence about it but it's the fact that she yeah. just can't sing it got taken i know
2: more. and then and at the, i don't want to spoil it's very it but it's beautiful it's beautiful <laughs> it all, the way,
0: all the way through and so i felt like you might appreciate yeah. it a lot so yeah yeah I'm it was so great. glad you played that game dude
2: i i specifically to get like really musical i was amazed how and i know this isn't the only game that's done this before but like the way um that they kept everything sort of like near the end when you, spoilers, near the end when you get the ability to use your singing power ability, mm. um, yes. you, anytime you press that button, it is completely oh, yeah. and perfectly in the same key as the background music. Yeah. So it's like no matter when you press B or whatever button it is to activate your singing ability, it's always within the same key of the background music. And I'm just yeah. like, that is incredible. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, it's so cool. But yeah, Greer was great. Um, everyone should play it um yes and then the other platform that i started was the first of the of the ori series nice. um i'm blanking on the title of the first one something about Blind forest yeah mind forest yes. yeah yes um so i'm i'm going through that right now and it's it's a little it's a lot more difficult um i think than gree um yeah it's yes. it's it's <laughs> i die a ton <laughs> um and i'm I'm still getting used to strategizing like where i save and using my yeah. energy like that's just like a whole new concept that i've never you know never seen in a game so yeah it's like uh sort of like a whole new thing um i always kind of dismiss platformers um just being like oh i don't think they're as fun as the massive you know cool triple a whatever but um it's really cool to see this style of game that, you know, uh, is decades old, um, but to see it in, you know, 2021 and, uh, you know, these these years, it's really cool to yeah. see how they're sort of in this modern, like the sound and audio, I think is like the coolest thing about them is like, um, when you think of a platformer, you might think of more like eight bit stuff, but having yeah, this yeah. like full orchestra behind this platformer is like incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm really loving him. I'm really lo- I really like Gre- our, our Ori a lot. Um and how and do I you play forward. that one? Uh so I uh I I down actually um uh Rob hooked me up with a 3 month Oh, uh, really? okay. game pass. Yeah, got yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Um yeah, and so I have that and so so I down I got the game pass and I downloaded downloaded on my PC. So still my PC using my uh, Xbox One controller. Um
0: so I have a question. Cuz I've never I've never seen it I've never seen it be done cuz I think that code in particular was like was for PCs. And I was like yeah. I am not going to use this. So I was like awesome, yeah. please have it. And so how does it how does it work on the PC? Is it like the, do you have like a window like an app on your PC that you just click opens up the Game Pass app and then you can go in there and play off of
2: the app? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is correct. Um, you, you, I, uh, you, I believe you install, uh, yeah, a separate sort of game pass portal, um, okay. from the, from the Microsoft website and, Okay. Mm. excuse me, you download or you put in the code and, you know, it gives you the, the, the uh, the three months or whatever, and you can okay. install them on your PC. And I, I have them on my, you know, your, there are little icons are on your desktop. So you just okay, click okay, it okay, cool, cool. and oh and it opens right up. So sweet. Yeah, sweet. it's pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. Um, okay, I'll go to the next one. Uh, oh yes, Genshin Impact. <laughs> I know Rob no. is playing this too. Yeah, um, and the the reason why I was really attracted to this game is because it's on iOS, and I I own an iPad Pro. Um, and iPad Pros now can hook up with Bluetooth controllers, so um you know since i have that that gap of you know portable system i was like oh sweet i, I can play this in the living room or i can play this oh, in yeah. bed or whatever so uh it's been a really great game it's a, again just a b- beautiful game um in all regards and it's fun and it's free the yeah. best price ever <laughs> yeah. genshin impact um, i mean i have it i have it on my list and i'll just talk about it real quick
0: yeah one of those games dude. so i i recently got this i for those who are listening, you're not going to be able to see it, but I have <laughs> the Razer Kishi, which is yes. like their controller that you connect to your phone. So this thing by itself, it pops up or let me say it opens Ooh, up wait. and then it pops open so that we can get some into it. <laughs> and so it's, it's so cool of a device, like yeah. zero latency. I have had that's, zero that's latency with this thing
2: because well, that to, the, that plugs in right that plugs into yeah. the device not bluetooth yeah that's yeah,
0: cool it, it, it goes right into the device and so wow it, it has been like this cool little piece of like uh, look i know i have a switch and all <laughs> but there's nothing that's on the switch right now that kind, that really grabs my attention so i don't really use it uh yeah. at all it's actually my wife's console practically because she plays animal crossing <laughs> and on it yes and I, that's all hers but um yeah yeah for me playing Genshin Impact it is that weird and I I think I said this on on the slack but it is that weird mesh of Breath of the Wild and Kingdom Hearts put together. Yeah. yeah. Like the fighting is very much so like Kingdom Hearts and mm-hmm. the ex, and everything else about it is very much so like Breath of the Wild. And if you like both of those things so. together which I'm kind of like eh about Kingdom Hearts I, yeah. I but I love Breath <laughs> of the Wild. I was like yo this is the this is a great mesh and so playing it i was blown away to playing off of my phone because i'm playing off of an 11 pro max so it's a good size screen it's It's a beautiful screen yeah yeah it's it's smaller than a nintendo switch screen obviously but Mm -hmm. i will say playing that game on my phone i'm like dude i'm playing i'm playing a console game like it's on my phone i'm playing an actual console game with a controller like it turns my phone into what looks like a switch and so yeah like, I, I tweeted out the other day. I was like, yo, I barely realize after 20 hours in, and this is no joke, I was 20 hours in because I was sitting down and playing this game like in four-hour increments. And I and I was like, man, I, I'm still learning things about it. It's yeah, such a yeah. deep system. it's huge. Yeah, and, and my thing with a lot of Asian RPG games is that they kind of have like a 2 hours intro of how everything works, and that kind mm. of turns me off from the game before I get into it. Genshin yeah. Impact it kind of just throws you in there and then yeah. gives you not even notifications, but a section as you move on and progress through the game with like telling you what these things are, but it doesn't yeah. tell you that it's doing that. You have to go look for that section and then you find the section, and then you can read up on everything. So I remember yeah. I was reading up on everything. And then I was like, Oh, this is my missions section. I clicked and it was yeah. like prologue part one. I was like, oh.
2: What? <laughs> what i was like i'm barely just getting started <laughs> yeah
0: exactly so i've been kind of now going through the story and i'm like yo there's cinematics and there's like a lot of voice acting I was like what i was missing yeah. all of this so that's, that's i'm so, it, it, it is like that sweet surprise yeah. That yeah i am i am so in love with genshin impact so much so that i downloaded it on my ps5 and unfortunately nice. Crossplay is only crossplay and cross progressions only between iOS, Android, and PC. PlayStation is oh. completely its own separate thing.
2: Come on! So I'm hoping,
0: <laughs> I'm hoping whenever they come out with a, a PS5 patch for the actual mm-hmm. game, they can allow yeah. for crossplay pro- cross progression. So yeah, either or. Yeah yeah uh, totally with you on that Genshin Impact it's awesome dude so yeah I'll I'll let you finish the rest of what you've
2: been playing yeah for sure no yeah uh so Genshin Impact um uh the wonderful Stardew Valley it's a beloved title I I mean great farming sim um and again not a not a genre that I usually play but I'm just kind of trying new things and I I really like Um, it and um, again, Stardew Valley is on the iOS store. So I've got yeah. it on my iPad and I've been playing it with my Xbox controller. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I only use the D-pad uh, and a couple yeah. buttons, but it, um, it's great. It, especially, I especially used it in this last week because um, the game is completely, to my knowledge, all the memory is completely on the device. So I, it didn't require an internet connection to play. So whenever the power went out, I could still play Stardew Valley, um, which is awesome. And the battery on the iPad Pro is really good. So I didn't have to worry about it. So yeah, Stardew Valley came in clutch last week for me. Um, But I'm definitely still learning. I'm learning all about it. It's a lot bigger than meets the eye. You know, there's so much to it. It is
0: a deep, deep
2: game. (laughs) It's so deep. It is a deep game. Yeah, um, and uh, and um, I've been playing uh, Red Dead Two, which I'm super late to, but um, it was on sale a couple of months ago on uh, Epic on the Epic Games Store, so I, I have it on PC. Um, I got it for like forty dollars, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, it's an incredible game, beautiful game, just ride, riding around on a horse, um, doing tons of different stuff. You know, I, you know, come on, every, we, we, we love a game. Yeah. Come on. Come there's on. Arthur there's Morgan's such a rugged character. <laughs> you know, come on. You know, <laughs> dude. Yeah. He's a, come on. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, he's that's awesome.
0: exactly it. I Ooh, love, man. and I
2: love, dude, they like nailed the style. Like I love the clothing. I like to dress up It's so good. and video games. I'm a sucker for all the dressing up and all the cosmetics I will just I'm such an idiot with my money in video games like I wouldn't just like wait (laughs) this coat's two thousand dollars it's so cool though I'll just (laughs) just spend all my money on stupid stuff um but yeah it's I love Red Dead 2 it's it's a great game I haven't finished the story yet I think I'm nearing the end of the story but oh it's good so yeah those are those are them I want
0: I really want to know when you get to the end of that game. I know that game is long. So. Yeah. Uh Adam. Adam, how the are ghost, you doing? The Ghost The ghost, The, the I... Ghost of Tsushima. What <laughs> you yeah, been playing? Yeah,
1: Ghost of Tsushima. Uh well, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima mostly. <laughs> uh, what a coincidence. Surprising, I know. Uh I actually uh rolled credits uh today. Um Whoa! Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's been it's been an amazing experience. So just for a little context like my plan is to platinum this game so i've i kind of especially Uh like during act one was a little bit more taking my time finding all the things like picking up every single resource uh -hmm. and then it was kind of interesting because by the time i was like maybe the middle of act two of three of that game i realized okay i have like almost all of these uh like armor sets upgraded like i have enough mm-hmm. supplies for everything that i'm going to need from here on so it kind of came to this part where i was able to like shift focus and i was mm. able to like i actually don't even need to worry as much about collecting supplies because i did so much of it during act one yeah. and didn't realize that i was overdoing it um, yes. and that's the greatest part not reali- realizing that i was overdoing it um but this game is fantastic uh, it is an amazing game I'm I'm honestly kind of mad at you, Rob, that you stopped. <laughs> oh, and I can't okay. talk to you about it right now. I can't talk to you about this game. Uh, you know, I think, you know, since it came out in such a similar time as, like, The Last of Us 2, and, mm-hmm. like, The Last of Us Part 2 is so known for, like... The story and like the relationships yeah. and the character building and that's kind of what people expected and then everyone's like oh yeah and then ghosts of uh tsushima is just like a normal video game but the mm. story and ghosts of tsushima is really good and yeah. the thing that like people don't are i feel like it doesn't get enough credit is honestly the main thing i think this game is about is about a relationship between yeah. Jin sakai mm. and his uncle you know yeah. lord uh uh Shumara who you know and and it's great like um I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say but like the way the the main part of the game ends is not with an an encounter with Mongols it's about you know a encounter with or like um I guess a meeting with your uncle like it ends on Hmm. that beat and it just Uh, ends in like such a satisfying way for me uh like that game really in a lot of ways just nailed the feel like it, it was immersive mm. for me like whenever i'd go around and like sit and compose a haiku i would like take it uh-huh. seriously i'm like or That's you know cool. if i go and like to a hot spring and reflect on something like i'm like this game constantly is like pushing you to like take a step back take a breath like wow. reset and it's, it's very satisfying uh that sounds because awesome. So much of the game you're going around and you're saving people or failing to save people because the mongols have already like brutally murdered mm. hundreds, thousands of people and it's a yeah. it's a heavy. That part of the game is heavy. Like it's not oh. heavy in the same way that Last of Us is heavy, but it's heavy just to see that and like this game got me caring about, you know, oh, I came up to a random, you know, patrol of mongols and I couldn't keep them from killing the peasant that they had captured and like yeah. that man. would hit me hard i'm like man yeah i yeah. couldn't i couldn't get there in time so this game wow. does so many great things if you're not looking for that it's still just an amazing video game mechanically yeah. i think yeah. but like if you are willing to kind of get invested in the world it does it great yeah
2: that's cool yeah. i'm so and, glad that i'm so i'm glad sold
1: you-
0: <laughs> it's Good. cool that you're playing it off of the the ps5 because i Played that game on the PS4 Pro, and it was still good. But I'm pretty sure it runs, uh, runs and looks great on a PS5,
2: dude. (laughs) I'm sure it does.
1: Yeah, it yeah it does. Like the load times are so quick. Uh, Mm. Actually, like it it takes longer for the Mongols to kill you than it does for you to load back into the game. Because like when you hit zero health, like Mm. you fall to the ground, and whatever you know Mongol or bandit or animal you're fighting, like comes up to you and like sometimes they take a while to kill you yeah. like you'll have three wow. mongols around you and they take like a few kicks each before one of them like you know comes over you and then slices like your neck across with their you know <laughs> yeah. with their sword and it's like yeah. some it's agonizing just to be sitting there for like 20 seconds while they're just like, kill okay, me kill you. and then like the load like five seconds
2: yeah do it <laughs> no, no, no.
0: There's dude. one time where I, uh, I was down and obviously I think the screen kind of starts turning red a little bit and one mm-hmm. of the one of the one of the enemies got stuck like on his on like his route on trying to get to my body like up behind a fence oh, no. so he just like like and I'm like bro <laughs> come, just come finish it dude. Come, come on,
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. awesome dang yeah, i need a ps5
1: yeah you know i thought of you i was on reddit and uh i saw like a, a page that i was like oh you know ps direct you know queue is open go 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 and i'm like oh, uh, it was only an hour ago that this was uh, posted and i looked and it was already sold out but i was like man
2: yeah that's all right you we'll
1: know, need to have Austin at some point uh, do this uh, one day bar. one day but yeah so Ghost of uh, Tsushima is great. Rob, I would really love for you to finish that game so we could talk more about it. Yeah, I need uh, to finish
0: it. I know the end. I mean, I, I got it spoiled for me, unfortunately, but I, I know of it.
1: Rip. Okay, like, you know what happens, but I even if you know what happens, experiencing it is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. very good. It's, yeah. I get that. How how they do it is really great. Yeah. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Blue Fire. Uh, so yes. this is an indie game. I think I mentioned it maybe Please. last time. I, Please tell us about this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, so... I, I I've been watching people play this on on Twitch, and it I, it looks really good. It's been getting good reviews, so I'm, yeah. I'm interested to hear what you're gonna say.
1: I I will get my critique out of the way first. Okay. 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 I this game's sucks. I've <laughs> probably been spoiled by you know people like um, you know Matt makes games, which is now extremely okay games. Like when they made Celeste as Damn. an indie team you know team cherry making hollow knight as an indie team yacht club making shovel knight as an indie team Mm. all those games have such a like high level of polish still yeah Yeah. uh and that's my my probably one critique of blue fire is that it's it's very or it's rough around the edges i would say yeah like there's definitely like lots of quality of life things that they could do uh Mm. or you know. Things that if they had more time and and wanted to keep working on it, probably could have smoothed it out. But otherwise, yeah. this game is great. Uh, it really cool. is such a cool blend of games I love. Like there's lots of Zelda vibes to it, uh, mm-hmm. just like in, in having some like dungeons and kind of like, you know, I don't know. But yeah, especially yeah. the dungeons, there's a lot of, uh, I would say, Hollow Knight to it. Uh, just mm-hmm. in like how you move and kind of like your action economy makes me think yeah. a lot about Hollow Knight. Uh, and then like Dark Souls, kind of world building, all those mm. things like in this one great package. And um, it, it's really good. Uh, yeah. You know, I guess you would probably call it like a 3D action platformer. Um, yeah. But like as you're going, like the actual movement is kind of very floaty and a very, in like a cool way, like Hollow Knight is. Rob, I'm yeah. sure you know yeah. uh, what I'm yeah. talking about yeah um and and it's really cool it takes a little bit to like get used to all of that but uh it's it's a great game like i, I would definitely recommend yeah. it like if anything i said like you know clicks with you if those games are games you'd like i definitely think it's worth checking out because it, it's really a good game even if it's a little rough around the edges like if you spend a couple of hours you can like move past that and be like yes i understand that that's the case and now let me enjoy the game
2: yeah so yeah i have a question yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know um because i guess for me when it comes to starting games and and, you, and someone's like okay if you give it more time it'd be better is it a thing that they p- could have given it more time or they probably as a small team didn't have the resources to make it look because i mean mm. when you when you look at hollow knight when you look at shovel knight and when you look at what, uh, what uh, something else night whenever you look at those games <laughs> they have this polish to them that it's yep. almost like some friends we are just the perfect group of friends that came together uh, and was like, this dude's so good at coding. This guy is so good at art. This guy is so good at music. Like, they somehow perfectly found that thing. And then a lot of them are professional developers that went and created yeah. their own indie studios. Does it seem like Blue Fire is more so like, maybe it's not like a. a- experience as experienced developers but they are giving their best to kind of lay that first step and then maybe the next game after blue fire can be much better because they can gain money off of this game and then do something better
1: Mm. i'm sure whatever they do next like you know i think can be better and will will be better party me wants to like chalk it up to to being like a a 3d game versus like you know 2d game like all those other games Mm. i mentioned are all 2d games so i think that that is kind of a lot more it's forgiving in ways. Yeah. Um, just cause there's like things you don't have to consider as much like camera, camera controls are obviously not, you mm-hmm. know, a big issue with your 2D platformer games or, or anything like that. Uh, the 3D environment is like much more complex to navigate. Mm. Um, and you know, I'd say that that's probably, I would like to chalk it up to that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, okay, cool. cool. Cool.
0: And uh, you're the last game that you played is Project Triangle Strategy, which we will talk about when we get into the topic of the show. Uh, and <laughs> then for me, I'm going to go through mine real quick. Uh, I completed Little Numbers 2. It was amazing. Ooh. As amazing as it... Uh, I love that series a lot. I mean, there's only two of them. And the first one, I loved it. It was it yeah. has that Tim Burton-esque kind of style to it. But yeah. it is not the scary to me where I'm like, I'm I'm uncomfortable. It's that scary yeah. of like, this is very like... Oh, a crazy mo- mind created these things, you know, and that fascinates yeah. me. And so, yeah. the game is so good. I remember, yeah, well, I, it's gonna forever stick with me the way that this game ended because I was obviously streaming it Twitch.tv forward slash ambitious casual, and <laughs> yeah, I got to the end, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it here because it's a big, big, big thing. It's a big deal. But the ending, I legit just sat in my chair and I was like, and I, my brothers were in the chat while i was watching and i was just talking to him just like what the what what just happened this happened and then all like (laughs) while i am streaming like my mind got taken off of streaming and i just started looking up people's theories because i was like what Mm -hmm. the heck just happened and so when a game leaves you like that it it it, yeah to me i was like this 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 cut deep for me and that's because i had this i felt like i had this relationship with this game that i really cared about unfortunately the people who made this game are no longer making it and the people no. who own the IP own it, but they say they're going to still keep making stuff with it. I'm not yeah. sure how I feel about that, but I'll, I'll mm. judge it when I play it. So
2: I have see. to say, I have to interject with this. Yes, yes, I, please, please. I was, I was planning on, on, you know, obviously planning on playing this game. And so I was like, I'm going to check out a Twitch stream. And I literally like, <laughs> I, I opened this guy's stream up and it's like, um within two minutes the massive plot twist happens and I, was, oh, no. I, and I was like i was watching it and i was like whoa wait was that supposed to happen and the, the streamer himself was like <gasps> what and i was oh, like dang it what did no. i just watch so <laughs> oh, like, no, yeah it, dude it's spoiled <laughs> It spoiled uh,
0: i, I will I, was, I will say i i like i know how adam said with ghost of Tsushima, it's about the experience yeah yeah that that spoiler, I am i don't wanna say defeats the purpose of even playing the game because- No, yeah. It, it kind yeah. of, to me, it kind of leads to that point, but I will still play, if you get the chance, play the game, but obviously, yeah. play the first one before you get into that one. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Like I said before, uh, I played some Genshin Impact. Love it, it's awesome. I'm gonna continue playing that game. I, I find myself while I'm editing on the side of, on my phone, I have like the 15 tips I wish I knew when I began Genshin Impact yeah. and I have, I've watched like five of those videos cause I just want to yeah. know more. Mm-hmm. Just um, learn more. Cause there's more things to it that just pop up and I'm like, what, this and that. And then finding out, the, I remember when I found out that I had a, a someone who cast a fire and then I utilized my character, which is wind. And then it caused all this stuff around it to like catch fire in the grass. I was like, oh like, yeah, I didn't even know you can combine powers. I know, I like, yeah. Whatever, so I was like, I gotta, I gotta keep buying. Um, the elements. I I played a little bit of the Pathless, not too much of it. I played a little bit of it about maybe 2 hours of it on iOS um because it was on the Apple Arcade. Uh so mm-hmm. I yep. I downloaded it, used my Razer Kishi, it worked perfectly fine. I will say the one thing is that I did have one or two times where I had some frame rate issues. Um mm. unlike Genshin Impact, you can go into Genshin Impact and actually change the uh, all the 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 fidelities of things to make sure it runs smoothly almost like a PC hmm. like there's a bar that if you're overclocking oh, your that's phone cool. which sounds sounds kind of funny but when you're overclocking yeah. your phone it'll let you know so i i oh, have yeah, the settings cool. to a point where it can just run smoothly 60 frames but i don't need it looking like i'm playing yeah. ray tracing kind of game uh with pathos you don't have that and so i did find a couple hiccups but i will say this i played it and i was like man this would look this would be much better on a PS5, because what I Mm. played is so good. And it's that game of where you're just running, and I've heard this before, you run and you kind of like to shoot these arrows, and it continues your momentum of running. And you have
2: these- Oh, okay, I remember seeing that, yeah.
0: You you remember that? So you you have have these destinations you have to go to to kind of unlock pieces of the world. And so I heard about that. I never knew exactly how that was going to work uh in my yeah. mind for some reason i just thought about sonic the hedgehog and how a game that you're run like sonic never really feels all that great i mean unless it's like i'm not gonna get into it that's a whole other conversation the but- <laughs> <laughs> strong so- words boy <laughs> <laughs> so with pathless uh it felt great and being able to both run and then shoot and it's not like you have to point like the game understands that it's just it's gonna take care of that part for you you run Mm -hmm. hold down the the trigger so that way it shoots an arrow and then you continue your momentum going and go in and go in so that's cool so far of what i played it is so so good wow Uh, and so i'm not gonna lie i kind of was like i wish i Mm -hmm. didn't play this on my phone and i just played this on the playstation instead but i I have too much stuff going on right now that i might not get back to it in time that i might as well by the time i want to get back to it i'll just restart it on the playstation Mm -hmm. um there you go and then project triangle strategy we'll talk about when we get there and then lastly i am uh streaming hollow knight at the moment i put in about three and a half hours last night on stream Mm -hmm. and um i'm really liking it everyone says it's super hard everyone says it's super hard and it it is but it's clicking with me that the metroidvania aspect of it i I hate that term but it's it's we use it now it's it's not part of the language of gaming it's the metroidvania aspect of it was there's moments mm-hmm. where I'm like, dude, what am I supposed to do right now? And, but, and <laughs> I, I told my brothers, like, please don't, please don't spoil things for me. Like, I'm going to try and figure this out. If I ask, if I need help, I'll ask you guys, but I'll just sit there. I'm like looking at the map, like, dude, I've gone everywhere. Where the heck am I supposed to go? And then it'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't go down this one little path. That was right here that I just totally missed. Or it was yeah. hidden because of a rock. And so <laughs> the game, the game's awesome. I love that game. Um, awesome. So yeah, I can't wait to can't wait to get more into Hollow Knight and then uh, some more Genshin Impact as well. yeah Hollow Knight Without further ado, guys, we are gonna get into the topic of the show. It can technically kind of be long, but I don't want to go over everything because not everything stuck with us. Uh, and what I'm talking about is we're gonna be going over the <laughs> Nintendo Direct, the roundup. And before I go into everything, I wanna start off and, and say, and ask, um, what was y'all's expectations with this Direct? This was the first Direct <laughs> that we ever had in about a year and a half per se. Um, I know that we've had some days. videos before this, but they were never exactly a Direct. And so mm-hmm. I wanna start off with Austin. Austin, what was your expectations for this Direct? So,
2: I think I think it's 500 days. Is that what everyone's saying? About 500 days since yeah. the last Direct? Yeah, that's what i yeah, so. saying. Um, yeah it's a long it was it's been a long time <laughs> and uh i think i i'll kind of start off with the obvious sort of uh frustrations um I, I guess you know after that long amount of time uh you want to hear about all the big stuff and um and all that and you know i think um Breath of the Wild 2, uh, you know, obviously we're waiting for that and, um, and I, which I totally get. I totally get. Um, I think I'm more so on the side of, um, they, they were warn- they let us know before the direct, this is covering the first half of the year. Um, and Uh, Another topic, you know, we're going to get into, I think, is the whole Legend of Zelda 35th anniversary. When are they going to start marketing that? I think a lot of people were expecting to see that content in the direct, which they saw some of. I mean, we got Skyward Sword, which is going to be great. Um, I've never played through that game, so I'm excited to play through that game. And it's funny, I I don't even own a Switch yet, but I will (laughs) by the time it comes out. Um, But um, I, I think... I think this direct is first is the first of many. And I think they're back on the track with, with making more. And I think the reason why a lot of people are frustrated is just like, I think after a long time, they're expecting something big and great as if there won't be another direct for another 500 days. But I think it's part one, part one of many for 2021, as far as directs go, we're going to still going to get more. Uh, there's still so much more to come. Um, a, a lot of it was, you know, RPG based, which, um, which is great. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) RPGs are, are awesome. Uh, it is sort of a single genre. Um, there are definitely titles on there that I was just like, what, and who is going to play this? Um, and all that. But you know, I, big picture though, I, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with it. You know, I don't think they left us hanging. I thought they gave us some great titles. There's some great Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I think really the only reason why people are mad is because it's been so long, and which is understandable if you're a big old Nintendo fan. Um, But for those people, I just say, hey, this is part, this is to be continued, and we're gonna be getting something, more stuff within the next few months. So just hang in there, let Nintendo do their thing. Adam, I know that you
0: stated on the Slack that you kind of wanted to cut the conversation of expectations a little bit uh, from, everything regarding nintendo of the the direct if i if i will say before we get to adam n- when expectations in the video game community are always the worst things ever cuz no, never <laughs> never, ex- never expect what you want because you can't they we have to understand that the at the very end of the day these are companies and they don't think the way that we as a consumer really want to think they also have to think in a business mind kind of way as well so sure with that being sure. said, Adam, what were your expectations, and how did you feel after watching uh, the direct? Uh,
1: I I try to keep my expectations in check for these things. You know, it's always easy to get a little excited, right? Mm-hmm. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I will say it helped a little bit that you guys uh, spoiled it a little bit uh, for me before I had a chance to watch it. That also, oh, I didn't helped even know we were spoiling ex-
2: it like i
1: said i think it honestly <laughs> helped um yeah. yeah i mean they said up front like we're wanting to cover games for the first half of the year like we've gotten off of a really weird year especially for like sure. nintendo who being you know mostly uh based in japan like it is a much different situation for them their work culture is very much in the office you know yeah Yeah. they aren't they aren't as flexible with this kind of stuff um Mm -hmm. i think we saw them play around with their marketing a lot last year um partially i think because of the uncertainty of being able to stick to a release date um but also just their uh work you know their their workflow being slowed down a lot i think this was ultimately great because this was a um i guess like a, a i think it's a way that they can indicate that we're returning to the normal okay like we like doing these you know i don't know three to six times a year directs we like them to be 50 minutes long because we want to show you a lot of stuff that maybe you weren't looking for Mm -hmm. um maybe something you wouldn't have found about normally i think that's why they like packing it all together in these longer experiences and i actually kind of i think it's probably for the best that they didn't do like a uh and you know that was the last thing oh wait and then you know get yeah, like right. a huge drop right you know, i think right that i think that it's helpful for them to kind of be like this is like the type of thing that you guys sh- should expect you shouldn't yeah. put like you know your hopes and dreams into what we're going to announce it's like we're going to talk about a lot of games that we're working on hopefully there's at least three or four things that each person likes mm-hmm. and you know or and maybe they find a out about something that they wouldn't have normally and it yeah. causes them to try something new and i think that's what we got uh yeah. you know the whole thing with like zelda right you know 35th anniversary is coming up but technically they're still celebrating mario's 35th anniversary yeah. so yeah. i think uh and you know I, I linked an article uh jeff grubb from games beat talks about how like the reason that we didn't hear anything about the official 31st fifth anniversary, the reason we only saw Skyward Sword HD is just because that they need to let these things breathe. Like we yeah. will have a full year to celebrate Zelda's 31st, uh, 5th. Um, We're mm-hmm. starting off with Skyward Sword, which they want to give the spotlight for right now. Like it's very easy yeah. for them to close this whole thing out with Breath of the Wild, which is what people are most excited about. But they sure. want to uh show some love to Skyward Sword, which compared to other like Zelda games, ha- didn't necessarily have as great of sales numbers as right. maybe you would have expected. So sure. I, I, think it makes sense,
2: but I have, I have, I have for, a question. I, and I don't want to get too off topic here, <clears throat> but I saw a lot of, I saw a couple of these types of comments on the YouTube video uh, on the YouTube comments and stuff for the direct. I, so for Mario, you know, they're bundling games, right? 3D All-Stars, mm-hmm. 3D World, Bowser's Fury. Um, it doesn't look like, at least based off of this trend, it doesn't look like, you know, they're gonna bundle these Zelda games together. What are your thoughts on them re-releasing them for fifty nine ninety nine on Nintendo Switch? Um, do you think that's how they're gonna go? Or do you think we will get a bundle of, of, of uh, Zelda games? Adam, no, I'll let no. you go first.
1: Um The the biggest thing I could see them doing would be uh maybe Twilight Princess Wind Waker being in a bundle. I don't yeah. think that's necessarily going to happen. You know, they're MO mostly for like any Wii U game, which mm-hmm. I mean, let's, for all intents and purposes, let's consider Wind Waker HD, Twilight Princess HD as... You know, they came out on Wii U, yeah. Um, yeah. and they put all in like the up, you know, HD work for that. I would yeah. expect those to actually probably come out individually. Yeah, fifty dollars maybe. They might do yeah. sixty. I think people will be super upset, but like that's what they've done with everything else. You know, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Uh, yeah. Su- you know, Super Mario 3D World. Although they did add uh, Bowser's uh, Fury in for that. Um, yeah you know mario kart 8 right it is the like deluxe version or whatever mm, but sure. you know i i wouldn't be surprised if they did release everything individually uh yeah. what i personally like is for them to bundle those what i would also personally like is for them to do the oracle of seasons oracle of ages and the lynx awakening engine as a single That'd package be cool. but yeah uh you know yeah that you know, that
0: is uh that, that is quite the wish i will say them do if they were to go and just sell them all at sixty dollars a pop, um, I wouldn't even bat an eye because they're they've already been they've been doing that for who knows how yeah. long, uh, yeah. And everyone and everyone still goes and buys them. I've yeah, I'm I've gonna buy them. Buy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I will buy them too. I mean, I remember we uh, when my family had a, a Wii, uh, when we had the Nintendo DS, 3DS, uh, uh 2DS, whatever you name it, all these different consoles that we had going up, and then. Uh, even on the switch or whatever they would have the og super mario brothers on every single one Mm. and i would buy them every single time they (laughs) never they never did uh oh you bought this on this console well we'll just transfer that over throughout the lineage of consoles that you get no you bought it every single time and i expect them to continue doing that because they know it works and they know people are going to do it um yeah. my one my one gripe and i know i don't want to take too much time away from actually getting into the direct but my one gripe is the is the the term that they use to kind of not signal uh a remaster but more of like a, a re-putting it out there and i hate them using hd that sounds so early 2000s that <laughs> i'm yeah. like i'm like i'm sorry nintendo but we are somewhere where we are already playing 4k games and we're already we're we're creeping up on 8K right now, you know, and <laughs> yeah. you, I don't think you need to do the HD thing anymore. Like, honestly, if, mm. if they just, if they just said skyward sword on the switch, I would be like, cool. I think everyone understands what that means. You know, like, yeah. I think if they if they put skyward sword on there and it wasn't HD, that's kind of like, <sighs> a, I mean, guys, that's yeah. a given you really made a miss. If you didn't expect us to already expect that on the Nintendo switch. You know yeah am am, i grasping the straws
1: for that i don't know what HD implies i think you have to well i think they will say hd i think they have to say hd because look at super mario uh, 3d all-stars like they didn't do really like retexturing or anything like that on on those games no like there's no hd in the title like legitimately those are basically ports with like a few different tweaks here and there um but like if you think about what they did for wind waker hd i know for sure like they did some you know significant improvements to like how that game looks um Hmm. to different like quality of life things for that game like i think there is like if you just want them to be consistent with what they've already done then yeah they should slap hd on it and if i'm being a stickler (laughs) like when you talk about like an hd tv you're referring to like 1080p which you know is Typic is kind of actually what they would be bringing skyward sword up to since it was yeah. you know released on the wii uh, yeah. which was not hd and and it does indicate it's not like 4k you know so it's yeah. not going to be a 4k uh zelda title so
0: oh, one day I, yeah I, I guess what I, I guess i don't expect them to do the same thing that they did with the mario 3d all-stars thing because nintendo's notorious for like starting this trend and you're like oh dude Nintendo, uh, the, the NES classic, the SNES classic dude, obviously next year, we are going to get the N64 classic, right guys? Obviously we're going to get the Game Boy <laughs> classic, right guys? And it's already been what, two years, three years since they've done that. And so I, I, again, if they do, uh, Legend of Zelda HD collection, I mean, I'm dude, that's dope. I'm all in, uh, what yeah. games would they put on it? I don't know if they're charging 60 bucks for Skyward Sword. I'm, I can only think, okay, well, that's not gonna be part of the collection. And we know that 3D All-Stars, that's a collection that they're doing right now. And then that's gonna, supposedly, we don't even know what's gonna happen. That's going away? Or is it gonna mm. be, they're just gonna start selling them separately after that? You know what I'm saying? We don't know necessarily. And so yeah. what I think they could do is either, if they wanna make an HD collection, they could bundle up three Zelda games or two of them. Like I can see them doing literally two. Like Adam said, Twilight Princess and One Waker HD, boom! I can picture being. It would be easy to say that they'll be sixty bucks. I would like to say that they'll be, but I honestly can see them pulling like ninety dollars or something like that on there. Ooh, and yeah, then, yeah, and then so, charging you for that, and then by March of 2022, it separates and now you can only get them separately, um, which mm-hmm. is what everyone is theorizing what they're gonna do with the Super Mario 3D All Stars uh, mm-hmm. collection because they all they said is you can get this cool bundle until March. Okay, what's gonna happen until March? They haven't said. So mm.
2: we'll,
0: we have mm. to just wait and see. But um, yeah. to get into the Direct, I mean, we were, we're talking about Zelda a lot. So I kind of want to just, we'll, we'll hit that. Uh, we'll start with Zelda. We, we were shown, or we were first led into the Direct when it came to the, kind of like the last third of the Direct. Aiji Onuma came out and I remember when I saw him, my heart was filled with joy and I was here like, heck yeah, dude, we got this boys!" Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I'm glad they kind of just, they kind of got ahead of it and they were like, hey, yeah, I know you, it's almost like, hey guys, we know why you're here. Sorry, yeah. we're not going to talk about it right now. But
2: yeah, that was kind. That was very kind of them. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a nice
0: way of them saying like, guys, I'm sorry, we're going to have to break your hearts. Um, But they went and they showed Skyward Sword. Now, I have been seeing a lot in regards to comments and people being like, really, that game? Um, (laughs) I kind of felt that way a little bit, but at the same time, I like Skyward Sword. So I was like, yo, this is legit. I can't wait to play this on the Switch. Um, Yeah. And again, I, I can't wait till we get to get a little bit deeper into the Gamesby article that Jeff Grubb had, uh, because he kind of goes a bit more into everything about that, but yeah. talking about Skyward Sword and the announcement of it, who, who is excited for Skyward
1: Sword HD? I'm excited yeah. for Skyward Sword HD.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Same. No, I've never played it. Um, I remember when it came out and see, uh, I, I just, I didn't have a Nintendo system at the time. Um, but, um, I'm excited to go through it though. I definitely, I think it's cool how they adapted it for handheld. So I don't have to be waving my hands around all day. I can kind of just chill on the couch and and go through it. So I'm definitely, I'm excited to see, you know, that, that part of, of the Zelda universe. I I think what's, what was interesting is that the whole mystery was like, how are they going to
0: translate this game to uh, anything past the Wii Because Everyone was like, you really built this game around the actual system of the Wii using the move controllers. Like, how are you gonna go from there? Cause like Twilight Princess, it was just waggle. It wasn't the actual uh, motion controls. Like all you have to do is just shake the controller and then Link will hit something, you know? It yeah, wasn't preciseness. Yeah. And so- I hated it.
1: Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I, like, I'm like. i like, man, I should have played this on GameCube was honestly what I thought about Yeah. That. Yeah, I, I actually went, I just
0: filmed a video for uh, the 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda that I'm working on, and I talk about Twilight Princess. And I'm not gonna lie, I actually enjoyed it because I would come home late. I would come home after work when I was working at Waterburger as a high schooler, and then literally lay on the floor and just just with my hands up in the air, like I just be shaking them up in the air. Like I was, it worked for me, you know. Um, That's cool. So with Skyward Sword, they translated it in a way to you can still use. The motion controls i guess i never necessarily knew that the the joy cons were that had that i like we knew they had the ability to be like that sensitive in regards to the movement i just never yeah. really put that into my brain like that was actually a function that yeah. they used because i never used them like that you know um, yeah you i don't think remember
1: the- playing one two switch
2: <laughs> yeah, come on now. No, we no played the
1: Ice Cube game, man.
2: <laughs> the massive thing for the Nintendo Wii was the motion and Wii Sports, massive hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going into the release of the Switch, it, we were sort of past that. So I think that that feature, the motion was sort of overlooked. And I think most people oh, yeah. just play with the, with the controls, you know, the pro yeah. controller and all that. So, yeah, it's, they're there. They're there. Yeah. No one just yeah. uses them that often.
0: And I'm not going to lie. That kind of made me a little excited. I was like, oh, yo, I can actually still play this game the way it was intended if I wanted to. Um, yeah, so you I'm, I'm actually probably going to play the game with motion controls. I'm not going to lie. We'll see. On how the floor we'll with actually... your hands. <laughs> actually... <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the floor. The... Just like, just like <laughs> back in the
0: day. A good thing, though, is that you don't need a motion bar anymore where <laughs> you would be oh, trying to oh, find someone and then it just
2: totally... <laughs> disconnected because you didn't read it (laughs)
0: Um, you
2: look so dumb trying to find like trying to get your controller to detect just like come on dude Where's the who hand? Remem- <laughs>
0: who remembers those times, man? Holy moly! The, Rough. Those were dark, dark times. times.
1: <laughs> we dark was times. not an HD console. You no. had this motion bar, which was terrible, and had yeah, such a, like a fragile cord. Uh, I will say, I'm I am excited to try out the motion controls and see yeah. how precise they are. Yeah, Because yeah. that was the big issue for me was like uh, I'm trying to remember what what the um, the antagonist's name is but in my first battle with him it took me forever because i could just mm. not like like you know he'd be changing where you'd need to swing from and mm-hmm. i could not get my hand over there to then swing without me swinging the first direction accidentally <laughs> and it was so frustrating i'm like this okay. is terrible so if they are good i could see myself playing this docked a lot but i'm very interested in seeing and and testing out this like uh handheld handheld mode like using with yeah the the, stick with the joystick for the um uh, yeah. for the directional swinging so like so if you they played, nail it
0: you play skyward sword
1: yeah uh it was at the the time in my life where i would you know play a game right up to the end and i would be like i don't want this to be over and then <laughs> I'm not played anymore <laughs> yeah, so yeah, i've still sweet. never beat skyward sword wow. <laughs> i've still never beat twilight princess because of those things wow um, yeah, so that's funny yeah i'm ready to so what adam game. what are
0: your thoughts on the way that they improve the controls because now obviously you had to keep in mind if there's motion control if there's motion in the joy cons Cool. That's mm-hmm. good for everyone who bought the Switch. But everyone who bought the Switch Lite, you're kind of out of luck in that case. But obviously they thought about it and they're utilizing yep. it by using the analog. What What is your thought process on them utilizing the analog? Do you think it's going to be just as effective?
1: Just like the the analog stick for
0: um. Yeah, because I a, guess I Guess what I'm trying to say? We just anyone who's got a Switch and has played it. We just mm-hmm. finished Breath of the Wild, and yeah. so it's so advanced in the way of it being from Skyward Sword. It's the next game that was after Skyward Sword. So we're kind of in regards to, and they actually talked about it in the direct, how Skyward Sword was kind of setting up some building blocks for what they transferred yeah. to Breath of yeah, the Wild, which sure. is dope. I never I never saw that. Yeah, And so yeah. it's kind of like we're taking a step back in regards to the way that they are gonna be working things. Do you feel like it's gonna be hard for everyone to kind of translate from Breath of the Wild to Skyward Sword?
1: uh i personally don't think so i think there's such different games still like you have Mm. your actual zelda dungeons and skyward sword that you'll be able to play and there are a few that are in skyward sword that are really good uh you have the um you know dungeon items right you're sticking to a single weapon As long as they tune down how often Fee has to interrupt you, like you know, I, (laughs) I think you'll be fine. That might be the biggest thing for people who've like only played Breath of the Wild and like, oh, it's such a freeing experience. And then they're going to play Skyward Sword, and every five minutes, he's going to be like, "Hey, you just (laughs) picked up a rupee. That's worth one." (laughs) And you're like, "Okay." (laughs) And it's like, "Do you need help? Go this way." Stop it.
0: I don't hey, need your help my mom battery
1: is low. <laughs> I can
0: I'm I'm really excited for Skyward Sword HD. I'm unlike a lot of people, I'm really happy about it and I I can't I can't wait to to play it again. Uh I never finished it. I majority of the time watched my younger siblings play it because I just during the when Skyward Sword came out, I just was not playing the Wii all that much anymore. Um Yeah. So that's Legend of Zelda. Austin, was there a game, other game on this list that Nintendo announce that kind of grabbed
2: your attention. Well, you know me, being a Star Wars fan. I wasn't expecting a Star Wars title Thank at you. all. I'm glad you're bringing this um, up because I have a lot I, of questions about this. Oh, well, I hope I can answer them. Honestly, I know nothing <laughs> about this game. No one knows anything about this game other than a new free-to-play squad-based online, you know, game. I, I don't know, is this going to be like an Apex a battle royale type game uh i i don't know but i'm excited to a
0: surprise right this was never something yeah. before
2: so sorry the title is star wars hunters yeah star okay, wars hunters is the title
0: the way that they announced it i was like is this is this a thing already like did, they, did yeah. they literally just drop a brand new star wars game on here that's coming to the switch and yeah on top of that they didn't show anything it's just the logo and it's, a, it's yeah. heading to switch in 2021 so that's whenever but it's like what else to say it's a free to play squad based online multiplayer game the only other game i could think that works that way is like and when you think squads like they're using squad for a reason like i feel like it has to be strategic in a sense i guess or you yeah, you're, each character has a certain thing that will help each other out in the way that you're fighting sure. against like call of duty isn't squad based i would say I, I wouldn't say that because everyone is like kind of Overwatch. Maybe? everyone's on the same playing field. Rainbow Six yeah. Siege is a squad based game because yeah. we kind of all help each other out achieve the end goal. Am I kind mm. of, am I kind of going out there? I feel like this is, this is going to be like a hero. I don't shooter.
2: know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like overwatch maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe everyone has different roles and it's their support. There's tank, there's attack, you know? Um, I don't know, Adam, what do you think?
1: Uh yeah, that's that's probably about as much of a take as I have is it, yeah. it sounds like it could be Star Wars Overwatch. I don't know. <laughs> Which I love. I, saw, I love Overwatch. It was de- it's being developed by Zynga Zenga. Yeah.
0: I've never heard of
2: I that. I don't idea. know.
1: I don't know what they I what don't else know. they've done, but I don't know. Hopefully some good stuff. Um, I think action. it's gonna be
2: on I think it's gonna go be for- on mobile too. It's going think it's gonna be on mobile mm. as well. So maybe that, keep that, that in mind. Sense. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Rob i'm not gonna lie when they showed that logo i was like that looks like a mobile
0: game logo but i yeah i, I, don't, I don't know but my what? thing what was that
1: if you go oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. uh so if you go to www.zenga.com that is z y n g a uh literally i think that the first thing that comes up or like their header on google is free mobile and online games so okay. that sounds about right. They did, uh, I think they did that like Harry Potter game that like you went around and were in oh, school and yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, it's kind of like the Pokemon Go type Wait game, that one. So they did Harry Potter puzzles and spells. Interesting. They did. We'll see, we'll see. What is that? How the heck you know, did they get the dragons? ability
0: to take an IP like this?
1: Game of Thrones well, Slots Casino.
2: I think well, is what we're seeing
1: Words with Friends. That's, I was like, oh, that's I a know big I one. know this developer yeah, or something. Yeah,
2: I You know, this is sort of the beginning of the new Star Wars gaming era. The LucasArts yeah. film, uh, LucasArts games. This is sort of the beginning of that. And, um to steer off of or <laughs> off to a great start sorry, I, think just, <laughs> just, I, think I think it'll it, be fine
0: it's good. the new era it's the new era and obviously and now we're getting games <laughs> being developed by someone who made like, like casino
2: games and stuff like that so great hey it's something it's something <laughs> we'll see what it is i'm excited it's star wars and i just i love it all i love so i'm hoping this comes to
0: other platforms if this comes to Xbox or PlayStation. You bet I'm going to jump on this and check it out because if it's free to play, there you go. Heck yeah, I'll check it out. Now, if Let's do all, it. With, with all things that are free to play, you also have to think to yourself, how bad is the microtransactions going to be on this? So, mm, we'll see. We we'll just have to wait and see when it comes out uh in this year. Now, Adam, we both had the ability to play. I didn't get to play all of it. I I only played an hour of it, and that is Project Triangle Strategy. The absolute hmm. worst name ever. In my opinion, it is from the the same people who made Project Octopath Traveler. And then they said, that's just a working title, guys. Don't worry. And then it came out and was like, no, that's the name of the game. So (laughs) we're back (laughs) at it again with the same developers that don't really know how to make a good, either the translating between Japanese and English is really going bad, but they know how to make some good looking games. And this is what they call Mm -hmm. their HD 2D style Mm. of game in beautiful. I I I only played Octopath Traveler a little bit. I never beat it. I know, I only played like an hour of it. I, I a games like an RPG, you you have to really be dedicated to actually commit and I was not ready mm-hmm. to commit at the time. Project Triangle Strategy looks like it speaks to me a lot because I love Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem is super cool. I played it on the Switch. I even had Fire Emblem Mobile uh the Fire Emblem Mobile game on my phone cuz it's just as good. Um and so it's just like that. It's it's strategy, but it's still like yeah. this hardcore RPG system inside of it that has so many layers, dude. Adam, mm. what did you what did you think of of the demo? Uh,
1: I thought the demo was fantastic. Uh, I've mm. not gotten super far into yeah. the demo. I like basically got through the first like combat encounter and like some of the cutscene like story cutscenes after that but i thought this. are talking was about fantastic. the bridge yes the bridge okay then hmm. we both we
0: both only did the same amount then uh,
1: yeah and so uh i'll tell you why i think it's fantastic so this is um partly going to be like personal opinion uh when talking about tactical rpgs uh yeah. i think that the final fantasy tactics final fantasy tactics advance kind of style is much better than the fire emblem style Mm, there are certain limitation or certain things about how fire emblem does combat which really grind my gears uh especially Mm. like when i was playing three houses like you have to do your move and then do your action yeah and and unless you're like a special class that can move then action then move again and it's Mm. like to me it just limits so much and like so much of that game was about like overall battlefield like i don't know like i don't know it's just this feels like much more like you have your party you know you have your like heroes or whoever and it's like a lot more um I, it, it just seems like each person has a lot more individual, like, freedom on, like, the things that they can do and the yeah. ways you can position. Yeah. Like, too much of Fire Emblem is, like, hit and run or, like, I only go in on this one person when one I know I can clear them out in one shot and then not yeah. get attacked by anyone else. Where it's, like, with, you know, the the Final Fantasy Tactics games, I always felt like there was a lot more trading back and forth. Yeah. Um, hmm. The thing hmm. that yeah. I still need to see is, like, how... Gaining new abilities, how class systems work, you know, leveling up. I, I still kind of need to get into like what that looks like before I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. But I'm very, yeah. very much in love with Ysall. There's even like hmm. a few things that are like you just so random. But it's like normally these games you're very locked in on your camera, but like you can just change the camera angle. I'm like. Yeah. oh that's cool i feel like i've never seen this in another game and it's like you can tilt up down and around i'm like why do not why is this not like a standard feature um but then the music uh is great you know orchestral awesome you know i know you're talking about with uh uh, with Gris. Um so I, yeah. I definitely think you'll be able to appreciate that, but I also just love the, like, still getting the sprites, like the, what I loved about Octopath Traveler was that art style um, yeah. and yeah. the voice acting too just love having that in there, so overall very excited for this yeah. Cool. I will now say that
2: I, I'm excited dude,
0: I, I, the, the demo was great, my only problem with it, and I know I was texting Adam about it whenever I kind of fin- uh, finished my time with it is that it's unfortunate. I mean, this is the only way they can do it, but they drop you like in chapter six, I think. So you're mm-hmm. in the middle of this story that you have no idea what's going on. And it's not their fault. Like they just got to get you to this point to kind of introduce everything to you. The only thing yeah. is that I'm like, I'm seeing these things play out and it's like this long introduction of storytelling and i'm like i just don't know what's going on i don't even know who you are or who you are and i'm just having to watch <laughs> yeah. the entire thing you know and so i kind of wish they could just go straight into the the action and i could get into mm-hmm. it um mm. but like adam said the it is so the the level of, of of things that you can do in this game i've never thought of and any other game i've played before so I would have to like when you, you do your moves and then right before you're done, you choose the direction that your character wants to look or face. And I mm-hmm. and I remember being like, what's the point in this? And I, I watched the direct. They kind of said in the direct what can happen. I just didn't put it together, yeah. Yeah. but I would have my back towards an enemy. And if you if you if you attack someone from the back, it's much more damage. And so I was like, oh, dude, now I have to keep an eye on where I'm facing. And then oh, wow. if I got sandwiched between two enemies within well, one guy could hit me. And if the other is right there looking at me, then they can also do a second attack on me. And so it's like, there's so much more that I have to be aware of, but then the strategy yeah. is even uh, no pun intended is even more elevated by the fact that you have to place your characters in a way that makes them work together and utilize these multiple attacks at the same time or help each other out in a certain way. So, To me, it's like Three Houses is playing checkers. This game is playing some chess, dude. And it is (laughs) very, very, very advanced chess that... Yeah. I kind of got a little scared. I'm not going to lie. Even on this first level, I was like, dude, I don't think I am smart enough for this. Because <laughs> there's, there's this
2: level. That's always my a- fear with those games. I'm like, I'm kind of dumb. Like, yeah. can I play these? <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, I
0: need to be kind of thinking three steps ahead because yeah. of the way that this works. And so, and this is just the intro. I know that they, they're even doing more so of like, you can burn down a house and utilize that to get to the enemy or sneak up. Behind enemies, or you can change—not change the terrain, but utilize the terrain in a way that will help you in battle. And hmm. I'm not gonna lie, even on the demo, I had four people die. <laughs> that's just the demo, and so <laughs> yeah, I, that, and that's because I'm just, I was—I was trying. I was like, dude, what the heck am I supposed to do? <laughs> What's um, happening? And so I—I I, I finished the demo, and I actually the only reason why I had to finish it is because my literally the moment I finished that level, my switch died. Like it just mm-hmm. oh uh, rip. Dead. And so <clears throat> i i didn't have enough battery so but what i played is i'm so stoked for this game now mm-hmm. is it going to stay uh triangle strategy we'll see but i mean at the end of the day no one really cares it's about if the game is good or not and what's interesting yeah. is that someone pointed this out square next is starting this new series of games with an underline under them like hmm. bravely default has an underline under it Octopath mm-hmm. traveler underline under it and now triangle strategy underline under it Like. It's really weird how they they're, they brand they're branding these games in a certain way.
1: So, hmm. I I can I already tell you, uh, and you know, you Mister Digital over there, maybe doesn't check in with you, but I can already tell you that the game cartridge for this on Switch is just going to be straight black background with the <laughs> yeah. white text of yeah. name with the underline, like you said, because <laughs> that's exactly what the Octopath Traveler yeah. uh, uh, one looks like. Yeah. And so.
2: That'll be I cool. Can't. It's it's a make for a good aesthetic when you have it, you know, stacked up against all the other games, you know. Oh, interesting.
0: You. Um, So a couple other things that they went through that I, I know we don't want to, I don't want to go through all the stuff that they went through because some things are kind of like, eh, I don't want to talk about Apex Legends coming to the Switch because look, nah. if you want to play it, it's going to be much better on a console or on PC, obviously. But for me, one thing that I do want to talk about is Neon White. For some reason, that game stood out to me. And you're that playing an Assassin's. Game. Yeah, you're playing these assassins that are supposed to take out these demons that are in heaven. And I was yeah. like, one, the concept
2: of that is so outlandish. <laughs> but I was like, what's, the, I am- uh, what's the doctrine behind this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, show me what in the Bible this? where it says that. Um, but yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is, this is pretty dope. Like, I like the fact that it plays that way. But the thing that grabbed my attention is the fact that it's very action. But you have to use yeah. cards to kind of like set up your attacks yeah. to defeat enemies. And so I don't know what it is. About it, but I was like, "Yo, neon white, I'm all about it." So I I'm yeah, really it, I'm really stoked.
2: It, it's like, um, it's there was another game similar to this, and y'all tell me what it is. But it's a it's a first person like parkour game. I I don't know mm. there. I know it's been done before, yeah. but yeah, I mean, you're essentially flying through heaven, and but it's in a first person perspective, and you're you know jumping off walls and. Like Rob said, you're using cards. You have a certain set of cards and I'm assuming you can switch out your hand, <laughs> I guess, per se, yeah. to use yeah. different abilities. But the art style looks really cool Um, and it looks really cool. I've never really played a game like that, a first person parkour type game, but I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. Austin, was there another game on the list that stood out to you? um i i i want to talk about um the monster hunter game the new one that it's I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, want, I mean it's it's the big game of march for sure it's coming out at the end of march um they're releasing a whole you know hardware themed after it, a switch themed um or rather a monster hunter themed switch um, so yeah, it's one of their big titles that they've been hyping up a lot. Uh, but I actually, I haven't played any of the monster hunter games at all. Oh, dude, Um, but it, I, yeah, I know. And I, I remember really wanting the monster hunter that was on the PSP. I, back in the day when the PSP, oh, there was God. a monster hunter for PSP. Yeah. And I was like, man, the idea of having that in my hands, incredible. Yeah. Um, and you know, there was a massive monster hunter game that came out just a few years ago on the, on the consoles that was, that had some great hunter world. Yeah. 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 And so, um, you know, I'm finally, I'm, I'm ready to get into monster hunter and I think this is the way I'm going to do it through this game. Um, and I love that it's a switch title. It's a, you know, specifically on switch we've been seeing ports nonstop. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so stoked for a (laughs) a big switch title to come out. So monster hunter for sure, for sure. I'm ready to get lost in that world. Definitely. It's funny because for me it's kind of
0: a little opposite. I like, I loved, loved monster hunter world like i was so deep into that system and the like it i don't even care about the story i never even listened to what a single character said i just skipped it the gameplay is the (laughs) big thing about that game that is so so good and it kind of made me so sad that this game is only coming to the switch because (laughs) they they introduced this ability of i don't remember what they call it but like you kind of use like this rope like this imaginary rope that pulls you in the sky yeah, like it looks like spider-man forward yeah, yeah yeah practically and they they don't have that in world but i when i saw that mechanics like dude that would have been a dope mechanic that looks to have fun in the world man um, yeah yeah so for sure I, i'm a big monster hunter fan i might get it for the switch um but the hard thing is for me when it comes to getting games is i kind of think about them in the way if i'm going to stream them I don't have a PC, so uh, I will not be able to stream the Switch. So I'm like, it's not priority for me right now. So I got you. Maybe in I got the future you. I'll get it. But again, what's so cool about Monster Hunter is teaming up with people and you can do multiplayer right. and that kind of stuff. So I would. I would <gasps> let's love all to get do it that, exactly, man. I would let's squad to do that. stream. <laughs> uh, Adam, what's a game that uh, that popped that you know caught your eye? Um,
1: honestly, I don't know if it's like just. To mainstream to say, but I, I really was excited to see Mario Gol- uh, golf Super Rush. So you know, was I think I. that'll be I think it'll yes. be a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't necessarily have a lot to say about it other than I think it looks like it will be a fun time.
2: <laughs> I, I, here's my scene with, with golf with Mario Golf. All right, I'm, I'm thinking that people are going to want to play this game docked in their living room on a Sunday afternoon, maybe a little <clears throat> cup of coffee. And just maybe, maybe this is a good game to play with, with, with dad or, or, you know, an older male. I don't know. I think this is the way I think this is how I'm going to get Kirk Murray in the video games. (laughs) Kirk Murray is my father. He's um,
0: he's going to be like, son, let me actually show you how to swing. He's like, here, let me critique
2: your, your even though like the swing probably has not much to do with how the game actually, you could probably just one hand swing in the yep. game, but I, I want my dad to, yeah, <laughs> we'll have a good little father son moment. <laughs> no, I, I, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I got, I got kind of stoked for Mario golf as well. I think it's, yeah. I, you know, it'll be a good kind of peaceful, relaxing game. I'm I'm excited yeah. for it. I kind of
0: the switch has been like Vanessa and I's uh, console that we play multiplayer games on, and so yeah. we've been playing a lot of uh, which you call it Mario Kart. And mm-hmm. I've been wanting to get the new Super Mario 3D World so that we can both play it. And now yeah. that Mario Golf is also coming out, this is gonna be an awesome game for me and her to both play together. So yeah. I can't I can't wait to to actually get it. I will not be swinging the 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 Joy-Con, and I won't have my dad play it because. I remember when we had the Wii and we played golf. My dad would be like, "Let me show you how it's done." He will do it. He'd be like, mm, "This game's not accurate." I'm like, yeah, "Okay, no. then go, go, back to your, go back to
2: your room." Yeah, go back to your room.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm excited. I'm excited. Was yeah. anyone
0: surprised with the Splatoon three announcement? I know that's kind of like oh, the big. Yeah. That was the big thing. And that was the last. One. I was a little. I was a little. I was surprised, especially the fact that I didn't expect another Splatoon three already yeah. um yeah i know splatoon it's 2 great. did really well like everyone loved it mm-hmm. and i yeah. obviously thought what they were introducing what they were introducing i was like let me let me let me set the stage a little bit i like splatoon 2 i played it when it came out and i was actually playing it for, uh, for a while but then i just yeah. kind of fell off because i just when it comes to shooters it's not the best one and yeah it's kind of even weird to say call it a shooter but it technically that's what they're trying to do um, sure yeah yeah and when this announcement was first starting up i was like oh are we getting a battle royale splatoon like oh. let's go i am signing up for this and then it's splatoon 3 not to say yeah. that there's not going to be a battle royale mode in it but
2: mm-hmm. i
0: don't think that's the priority but we'll see
2: adam would you surprised to
0: see splatoon 3 uh
1: i don't not like super surprised um i think i've heard like some rumblings about like that could be in the future i know yeah. i know there's probably a lot of people out there that are like we don't want splatoon 3 yet we want mario kart 9. Yeah. where's Mario yeah nine? Right. and it's like <laughs> okay well mario kart has had like you know more than just the eight games right eight yeah. numbers there's more on top of that to iterate and improve on what their game is and yeah. mario kart 8 it's kind of like the you know pinnacle of what pinnacle. that can be uh yeah. and honestly like splatoon 3 like i haven't played any of the splatoon games but i imagine that there's still a lot more room to iterate on what sure. that game is uh and even if that's you know part of that could be including a battle royale so i'm not surprised yeah. i'm like okay yeah. cool for splatoon fans i've never played maybe I'll my it someday
2: my mind kind of and I haven't played Splatoon either. Um, But my mind at the beginning of that was going towards like an open world Splatoon because you were customized. They were, they are showing character customization and I was like, Oh wait, this is kind of cool. And it looked sort of like it would be, you know, they're in this massive metropolis, you know, It had a couple of big scenes there and I was like, Whoa, is this going to be like an open world thing? But then I, I, I don't, I don't think it is so you, I think it's you've never s- played
0: splatoon right i've never played splatoon no okay well i'm gonna break your heart because they all have that and unfortunately that massive metropolis is literally maybe four blocks and that's it of a city. oh man <laughs> and they, and they somehow <laughs> blocked the entire rest of the city out so um, oh, dang <laughs> what i what i will say is uh i know a lot of people have been like where's smart where's mario kart 9 and i get that but i will tell you this and I, i'm Putting this on my future kids' lives, dude. They're making Mario Kart 9, as we speak, they're saving mm. it for the Nintendo Switch Pro or whatever they call it. Because next you know yeah. whenever they have that new Switch that comes out that can play 4K games, you know for a fact that they're going to be touting around the fact that you're going to play Mario Kart in 4K and look how beautiful it is. Because I think it's much easier to do that in a racer because if you're going yeah. fast, you can kind of hide a lot of the visuals in a certain way to make things look a lot better. Not saying that it doesn't look good. Mario Kart Eight, I used to look at that game and I'm like, "Yo, this game looks amazing."
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I feel yeah. like it's like it's like with every uh, console, there's always a new racing game that comes out with it because it always shows off what you can do with the console. With the with, yeah, because you can you can push those limits. Like Gran Turismo for PlayStation, unfortunately, that got postponed for next year. And then you really? got Forza for Xbox. Like these racing games come yeah. out to show off the power. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's,
0: totally. Other than that, I mean, we got some announcements for some two uh Smash Bros characters, but no one cares anymore. I- I'm so yeah, yeah. I I want my ball guys. Ball <laughs> <laughs> guys, yeah. So, um, we are hitting the hour 20 mark. I know we got I got to get you guys out of here soon or I'm going to have to pay you guys overtime. But um That's right. Real that's quick right. in regards to the Nintendo and the Jeff Grubb article. We kind of touched on it a lot. But Adam, yeah. I would like for, you're the one who posted this to us, and I'm glad that you actually showed this because I totally did not see this at all. Can you kind of give a summary as to what he's saying in regards to everything Legend of Zelda?
1: Yeah, so uh, his what he's saying and what he's getting at is like, really, we shouldn't expect some big, you know, direct where they announce five games. Yep. that are mm. all coming out right because and, and part of why he's saying is like these games need room to breathe especially as we theorize if they all come out individually packaged for 50 or 60 dollars each no one's going to be happy that five zelda games got announced for 60 dollars each and you know right. all are pre-order as of today and they don't have that money to do that so uh kind of you know some of the stuff he was saying is like this makes sense from a marketing perspective because they need to put the emphasis on Skyward Sword first. They need to space out these titles over the year so that people, uh, you know, can, you know, be hyped for each one individually and buy each yeah. one uh, individually. So, and then he also touches on like the Mario anniversary is, you know, supposedly going until March 31st. So, okay. you know, they're probably going to keep these things separate. Yeah. And this is all from a marketing perspective that you know he kind yeah. of argues uh that this is why that's going to be
0: yeah sure sure that when the moment you said that it kind of brought this sense of relief for me to be like you know what this actually makes me even more excited because i'm like yeah cool we're barely seeing the beginning of it and i can't wait to see what else they have to say um and i i don't remember which one of y'all was saying it but did did bring wind waker and Twilight Princess to the Wii U, you know for a fact they they probably sold okay, but they didn't do well on that console. And they can easily just com- completely just port that to a Switch. I'm sure. I, I making it sound like it's easy to do that kind of stuff. I'm sure that there's some
2: that there's some work. <laughs> yeah, that just goes drag into. and just drag and drop. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, just drag, drag and drop that bad boy from the Wii U file to the Switch file. Yeah, um, that's it. But you know
0: for a fact that they, they have that in they have that in the tank. It's ready to go. So that. Actually it makes me extremely excited because I love Twilight Princess, and I'm gonna talk about that in a video that I'm gonna post soon. And mm-hmm. I I've always been interested in Wind Waker. I've never played it though, so this would be the best way to kind of get into that. Um, but God, the fact Adam, the fact that you even mentioned uh, Oracle in the same engine as a Link to the Past, or is it Link Link's Between and Worlds? Awakening. Links Awakening. And there we go. Yeah, dude, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. It would be. Yeah. That would be, That'd be so cool cool. Um, I'd love to see it. All right, guys. Other than that, I mean, there's a couple other stories, but I mean, we can touch on them later if, they, if they're if they of sure. much consequence. But um, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the XP Podcast. I appreciate y'all being here. I know it's kind of a random day that's going to be coming out. That's coming out on a Friday. It usually comes out on a Wednesday. But hey, at least it's coming out. So you guys come listen. Adam, where can everyone find you, dude?
1: Everyone can find me on Twitter and Instagram at time to underscore vote V O G T.
0: And Austin, where can everyone find you, man?
2: Um, Austin Murray baritone on Instagram, uh, twitch.tv slash Austin Murray baritone and on Twitter, AM baritone, <laughs> just the initials. <laughs> Just put them in the show uh, notes. Yeah, everything, everything will be in in the show Just notes. Put down in below. the show notes. <laughs> and, and I'm
0: Rob. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at robmichaelac. And then everything regarding Ambitious Casual, you can find it on Twitter uh, at Ambitious Casual. You can be up to date on anything of when I'm going live, when the new show comes out, when the new video comes out, and whatnot. Also, I would kind of say if you have the time and you have TikTok, go to TikTok because I've been posting some content over there that's not really anywhere else on like YouTube. So, I would kind of encourage you to go over there. But uh until next time guys, thanks for watching, thanks for listening. Share this with your friends and uh y'all y'all keep playing them games, you know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> play the games, all right? Yeah, just play Be the ghost. Boys.